ladies and gentlemen, this is the Vanilla Wafer Podcast. Get all your rankings, news, and results here every Monday and Friday. Now, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your host, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? This is Vanilla Wafers with the Vanilla Wafer Podcast. How are we all doing? I am doing awesome right now because there's a lot of talk about right now we just got done with the finish line 150 where my boy William Byron gets his third victory in the E NASCAR Pro Invitational Series Woo! so pumped on that and what a day for the number 24 car to be in victory lane because today was actually my birthday kind of a birthday celebration I'm recording this on Sunday I know it gets launched on Monday but still that's a great birthday present to see the 24 car in victory lane so we still got a a lot of few other things to talk about as well some bums of this weekend because definitely there are some bum worthy people and a big announcement regarding where they're going to be racing next week that's all coming to you but first let's get into the race results Alrighty, so bear with me. I have been drinking a little bit. I'm not going to lie. So if I slur a few names, that's the reason why. That's my only excuse. But we just talked about it. William Byron in the number 24 car. He led 79 out of the 150 laps. He was today's winner in the Dover International Speedway. Finishing second was Christopher Bell in the number 95, the rookie. Timmy Hill gets yet another top three in that number 66 machine. Eric Jones really improves this weekend with a fourth place in that number 20 car. Then rounding up the top five was Michael McDowell in the number 40, uh, 34. And finishing sixth in the number 11 car was Denny Hamlin. Seventh, Ryan Blaney in the number 12. I think that's his best finish yet. Eighth is the number 88 of Alex Bowman. Ninth place, the number 51 of Garrett Smithley. And rounding out the, the top 10 is the number 10 of Eric Amarola. Finishing 11th is number 15 of Brandon Poole. Another rookie, number 41 of Cole Custer, finishes 12th. Bobby Labonte back to his favorite spot, 13th place in that number 19 machine. Joey Logano finishes 14th in the number 22. Kyle Busch, even though he had a horrible race, he still managed to get a 14th place fit, or excuse me, a 15th place finish. Then Kurt Busch, right behind him, finishes 16th in the number one car. One lap down was Ross Chastain in the number six. He actually disconnected on the final lap. Then we had Kevin Harvick two laps down in the number four. J.J. Ailey in the number 52 also finished two laps down. Three laps down was Corey LaJoy in the number 32. He actually disconnected as well. Then we had Landon Castle in the number 89 getting into a late accident, followed by Chad Fincham finishing 22nd in the number 49. Then we had Austin Dillon in the number three, finished 23rd. Joey Gase in the number 53 finishes 24th. And rounding out the top 25 is Tyler Reddick in the number 31 machine. From here on back is just people multiple, multiple laps down, including Dale Learnhard Jr. in the number eight machine, finishes 26, 14 laps down. John Hunter Nemechek, he disconnected in the number 38 machine, finishing 27th. Then we had Jimmy Johnson with yet another bad finish for him, finishing 28th in the number 48. Ryan Priest in the number 37 finishes 29th. And rounding out the top 30 is the number 96 of Daniel Suarez. And then in the final six positions, we had Regan Smith in the number 78 finishing 31st. Ty Dillon in the number 13 finishing 32nd. Brad Keselowski in the number 2 finishing 33rd. Parker Kligerman in the number 77 finishing 34th. Finishing 35th was Chris Buescher in the number 17. And finishing dead last, number 21 of Matt DiBenedetto finishing 98 laps down. That is the final results here in the eNASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational Series 
at Dover. Now, the race at Dover was actually a really, really good race, in my personal opinion. We had seven different leaders, about 11 different lead changes, and this was honestly one of the first races that was not a pack race where we had regular cup drivers actually competing near the front. Now, I know William Byron and Timmy Hill are regular cup drivers, but we also had Christopher Bell, Eric Jones, Denny Hamlin, Jimmy Johnson, Alex Bowman. There were a lot of drivers who do not run the iRacing program all that much still compete in this race and honestly i did not know who was going to win the race i i'm byron was definitely the one to beat but there were a lot of people who were edging him as far as strategies went and also as far as speed went if parker kligerman never gets taken out i think he's going to be one of the ones running there near the finish getting ready to pass william byron and if there was a few more laps honestly christopher bell could have took the lead so i mean it was a really good race we had definitely a lot of different strategies everyone was working on different pick calls and then and also with the cautions going on, we did have a lot of cautions, but not to the say of like Homestead or Bristol. We did have a total of nine cautions and 150 laps. Now that does sound like a lot, but it wasn't really like intense. Like you get it every six laps or anything like that. It was like more of like every 20 laps. So when everything got a little stretched out, that's when the caution came out. And it wasn't that they were throwing mystery cautions. They were legit cautions, like multi-car pileups, uh, almost bigger than the ones at Talladega. So overall, I think this is definitely one of the top races that iRacing has put on in the last five. Um, is it the best one? Uh, that's a that's a good question. I still think the first one was the best because nobody knew how to race it. They had two different resets. So that one's going to be really hard to beat. But other than that, I'd say the racing was phenomenal. Way to go, NASCAR. You guys did great at Dover International Speedway. Now that I'm done kissing NASCAR's ass, I just realized something. <laughs> that smell. That smell of that ass. It's a smelly ass. A stinky one. In fact, it almost smells like a bum's ass. This is the worst segue in the world. It is time for this week's Bums of NASCAR. Oof. Sounds like some of Maroon 5's new releases, but let's get right into it. Our first bum is going to be a guy that I actually predicted was going to do really well in this race. How silly of me to think this, because there was a total of nine cautions in this race, and he was involved in seven. Seven of the cautions, and that's none other than Rowdy Bush, driver of the number 18 machine. Let me just go through the list of which accidents he was involved in. He was involved in lap number 23, where Timmy Hill spun out Parker Kligerman and made contact with Kyle Busch, who smacked it to the back of the car. And then on lap number 41, Eric Jones and Kyle Busch made contact to bring out another caution. Then on lap number 53, there was a multi-car pileup that included Reddick, Smith, Kyle Busch, Logano, Busher, Harvick, Kligerman, and Gase. And then on lap number 72, Yaley blows his engine, and the only person who ran into him was Christopher Bell and Kyle Busch. And then on lap number 106, Bowman takes out Suarez, which collects Dylan Logano and Kyle Busch. And then on lap number 14, Ty Dillon and Reagan Smith get into an accident, which collects Kyle Busch. And then on lap number 135, John Hunter Nemechek gets his retaliation against Denny Hamlin, which collects Dale Jr., and you guessed it, Kyle Busch. Like, dude... This is one of the worst races I have seen anyone ever run, ever, in any kind of race. This reminds me of Brian Vickers back in 2011 when he spun out like every 50 laps at Martinsville. And they basically just said, I wonder if Brian Vickers is getting dizzy. Well, they just said something equally as cringeworthy for Kyle Busch. They said, he has hit everything but the pace car. Congratulations, and you also hit a spot on this bums list. 
Our next bum is going to be a guy that's been basically falling from grace for the last couple of races, and that is the number 21 of Matt Benedetto. And I think it's because he's been putting clothes on during his race, because every time he raced in his skibbies, he would finish in the top 10. And then he wore a giraffe outfit, and he got disqualified. And then he wore, I think, I don't know what the hell he wore today. I'm just bullshitting at this point. However, he got his worst finish yet. He finished dead last 96 laps down. Matt the Benedetto, I had you in the top 10. What is you doing, man? You got collected in a lot of accidents too. Not nearly as many as Kyle Busch, but Kyle Busch was able to redeem himself. You got into an accident on lap number 13 and that was all you wrote. That was done. You were out. Bye. Whatever the hell I just said right there. And then finally, on lap number 53, that was the end of your day. And then you disconnected and you said you were done. So you went from the top 10 ranks to bum territory. Our next candidate may have hid all of the remotes to make sure that his screen did not get disconnected, but that did not stop him from getting wrecked out in this race. I'm talking about Denny Hamlin in the number 11. Before the race, go check him out on Twitter. It was absolutely hilarious. He grabbed every controller he could find in the house, put it in a little lockbox, and threw it basically on the second balcony or whatever the hell it was in his house. He, he lives in a rich house. I live in a poor apartment. So I don't know exactly what it was. But in the race, he was running near the top three. He, he didn't have to focus on his kids anymore, screwing his race over. But he did have to worry about a pissed off rookie, which was John Hunter Nemechek in the number 38. Another guy in the top 10. You know, this is a two for one special right here in this little segment right here. Because John Hunter Nemechek was going a couple laps down. And then he took out Denny Hamlin out of rage because I guess they had him. Um, something happened beforehand on pit road or something like that according to regan smith i'm quoting him on this one and denny hamlin was taken out and that was all she wrote denny hamlin went from running in third spot being the top guy who is like one of the top real racing guys three-time daytona 500 champion hello and he gets taken out so he got rid of one threat but then he had to deal with another threat your threats just keep on coming hamlin so you just became a bum on this list and john hunter nemechek you also become a bum for being an asshole like Daniel Suarez. So welcome to the bum territory. The next driver on this list is uh, Regan Smith in the number 78 machine and I don't know what it is about their race analyst, their in-driver car analyst, but unfortunately they cannot race worth a damn and Regan Smith made it noticeable. This is probably the reason why Barney Visser retired from NASCAR and shut down his team because of results like this. In this race, he did absolutely horrible. He finished 36 laps down. The closest person he was he was up against that was still running was Dale Earnhardt Jr. 14 laps down. Everyone else gave up, but this guy he could not give up because he was basically the race analyst. So it was it was so hard to watch this whole thing unfold. It was almost like watching a train wreck, not pulling away or watching a one season of Tiger King. That's what it was. Reagan Smith, your race is like Tiger King. It was just so ugly, but we could not turn away because we were so entertained. That's why you're on the bums list. Round of applause for these bums. These are some top quality bums. But there can only be one ultimate bum. And we will get to that ultimate bum in a second. But first, a word from our sponsor featuring Momo. E, today's episode is sponsored in part by Georgia Gary's Special Sugar Honey Ice Tea. 
With a little bit of sugar and a little drop of honey, you'll be thinking of that taste every time you see a full moon. Thank you. That, really, Momo? That was the best you can do? I mean, we're, we're, we're struggling over here. We're hemorrhaging money with this production. You, you know what, whatever, whatever. I'll just live on the streets then. I'll, I'll make you live on the streets, but anyways, let's get into it. Who is the ultimate bum? Who is worse than a fan attendance for a WNBA game? Who is worse than if Jeffrey Epstein being a substitute teacher for a seventh grade PE class? Who is the absolute worst this weekend? We have ourselves a winner. And your winner of this week's Ultimate Bum goes to Kim Jong-un for still being alive and making everybody's dicks go limp on Twitter after they realized his sister would not become the new dictator of North Korea. Yes, it was just reported that Kim Jong-un has finally resurfaced. Everyone thought he was a vegetable, which is kind of funny because that's probably the last thing that dude has ever eaten in his life because he's dangerously overweight. He smokes like crazy. So the fact that he was going to probably die in his 30s was not far-fetched. But everyone was so in love with his sister. For some reason, they thought she was the hottest thing ever. And the bitch is more crazier than he is. I, I don't know, but he's the ultimate bum of this week, and we're just going to give it to him. <laughs> And that will conclude uh, this week's bum section. Uh, guys, before we go, I did want to add some quick news that we learned today in today's racing. Next week, Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern, NASCAR is going back to North Wilkesboro Raceway. That's right, since 1996, North Wilkesboro has not been on the NASCAR Cup Series schedule. Until now, since they just got a brand new scan in for the virtual racetrack, they will be racing there next weekend. So that will be the last scheduled iRacing program for this Invitational Series. I can't wait. None of the drivers have competed on it, and the only driver on the roster who has actually raced at that track before is the number 19 of Bobby Labonte. Jeff Gordon might race in it as well since he is the defending race winner. That's how long he's been in racing, but I can't wait for that race. I'll give you guys more news when I get it um, on Friday, but until then, guys, take care. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm going to go enjoy my birthday, and I hope to see you all in the next episode. You all take care. <laughs>